Welcome back to the Evolution Pod Club. I am your host, Jackie Seiden. You think things should go a certain way. Okay, you have an image in your mind of how everything is going to work out. And you have an image in regard to your career or maybe your kids or your friends or money or actually everything in your life. And now that you're doing this work of trying to get into alignment and receive inspired ideas, you may be finding that they aren't leading you where you think you want to go exactly. They may seem to be pulling you in different directions, but the momentum of what you believe is right and how you believe things should go is strong. And in not being convinced, you are grabbing hold of the wheel and trying to drive the car, so to speak, but you're really forcing the car on a detour and you just don't know it. You think you're controlling things to get you what you want. You think if you act on these urges to control, you can muscle your way to having what you want. You can figure out a way to get a job or to put your children on a certain path or to protect yourself or others from harm, but that's not really what you're doing. It's just what you think you're doing. What you're really doing is taking a detour. You're exploring the inauthentic version of you because anytime you're taking control in that manner, you're doing so out of fear. You're not trusting that your inner self is leading you where you want to go. So thinking you know better, you fight for the wheel of the car. But your inner self is not interested in a battle and, of course, gives you the wheel happily. Your inner self doesn't care if you take a detour. This is an eternal journey. There's no end point. It's about the process. So your inner self is happy to let you play around in your inauthentic self as much as you want. You have to know who you are not in order to understand who you are. You are a limitless, eternal being of pure, positive love. You are a unique expression of source energy as in the source of all that is. So imagine the sun. The sun is spreading light all day and night. It is only expressing love, right? It doesn't need a million dollars. It doesn't need its kids to go to the right school. It doesn't need to protect itself from what its friends or family are saying about it. The sun doesn't care what you think. It loves you anyway. This is who you are. This is the authentic version of you. That is the real you. And a part of you is always that version of you. It never ceases to exist. It is always expressing love. And the way that version of you is expressing love to the physical version of you is to observe you and observe your freedom of choice. Your choice to perceive yourself as the creator in your life having created it all, even the things that trigger negative emotions, knowing that those negative emotions are your guidance system leading you to understand where your beliefs are limited. Because again, if you had all the information and understood yourself to be the sun, you wouldn't have any negative emotions or the choice to perceive yourself as a victim, a victim of circumstance, a victim that associates all feelings to outside conditions, blaming or giving credit to outside conditions for how you feel a victim who perceives herself as navigating all the craziness of the world and trying to protect herself from harm and protect others around her from harm, believing that she could be harmed, believing that there is wrong, believing that there is bad. There is no wrong anywhere in the universe. There's no bad. You're not wrong nor bad. Neither is anyone you know. 
what you perceive as bad things happening are people acting in fear, not love, trying to control the conditions in others to make themselves feel better, but it will never work. Acting in fear by controlling only adds more fear. Conversely, acting in love only adds more love, ease, and connection. Notice where in your life you are fighting where you're being led. Notice that when you're in alignment, in agreement with your inner self, your authentic self, seeing the good around you, notice what inspired ideas you attract. Any ideas you have while in alignment are attracted, not invented. And notice if you're going with the flow of these inspirations or if you're resisting them because you feel they're directing you in a direction you're not interested in going. We promise you that's the fear talking. Follow the inspirations. Your inner self knows what you want and is leading you there if you allow it, but it takes faith and it takes a certain amount of surrender. Give over the wheel, take the ride. Ultimately, whatever you think you want, you want it because you think it will make you feel good, worthy, whole, abundant, connected, or free. You want to feel good. That is what you truly want. So let yourself be led. You don't know how it's going to unfold, but we promise you it will unfold in a manner more incredible that you can ever imagine. And with that, we're going to open it up to the ladies of the pod club. Hello, ladies of the pod club. Hello. Good morning. So today's intro comes to you or is sponsored by my last three days <laughs> where the momentum of what I believe is wrong or bad has built the train was, is just moving like 50 miles an hour and is so hard to stop and saying, I know I'm in the becoming, I know there's something going on and having inspirations to do things and feeling like, uh, this isn't what I want to do. I don't want to, I don't want to do that. Right because I think I know better, because I think I know what it's supposed to look like, because I think I have an image in my mind that I'm so attached to, or what Gary's calling a mental construct these days in our mind. But the truth is we are being led. These inspirations are always leading us where we wanna go, always. And it does take surrender and the releasing of the believing that we know better, that we have it mapped out. The more you resist, the more you will find in all aspects of your life, you'll see the resistance and you'll see things popping up that aggravate you, that trigger you, that activate you. So if it starts with my kids where actually started with me, I had a, a stomach bug and I was like, that's great cleansing. I'm good with that. That's fine. But then all my, my, both my kids got sick because their friends were sick and their mom sent them to the class, which I of course was perceiving as wrong, but didn't take any action to control the conditions and say anything, just dealt with it. But even though I didn't take any actions or act on the urge to control, I still felt the wrongness of it. Can't fake the system, right? So I was attracting more what I perceived as wrong. So then my son goes to a class with the same kid and get his ass beat and I don't do anything. And it's taking everything in me not to do anything. And then my, my husband gets sick and then there's like career stuff coming up and I'm just seeing the resistance pouring out into all of the genres. I see a giant stain on my marble countertop and I laugh when I see the stain, knowing exactly why I'm seeing the stain right now and didn't notice it days ago because I'm in this space, right? And I'm on this train and I 
couldn't get off. The momentum was so strong. It's all about surrender and giving up control. It really is. It's all about letting go. And I know that it's all right. I know that there's no wrong in it, but it's really taking on that feeling and not just knowing intellectually, but really believing that there's no wrong in it. And that by not taking any action, I'm allowing things to play out the way they're meant to for everyone involved. But sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's hard. So that's what, that was what that was all about. (laughs) What do you think? What's, what's going on? What are you thinking about? I just totally agree. It's so hard. I mean, you totally know that that's what's going on and you can see it happening, but it's so hard sometimes to, to release and to surrender into it. And I guess ultimately to trust. Yeah, it is. It's about trust. Yeah. And it's funny because because I was sick, I wasn't able to run and I was feeling like I needed output. I was feeling my energy getting a little bit crazy. And we had this recording today. And I thought, how am I going to go into this recording when I am so out of alignment? And I thought I need output. And so I went for a jog and it, of course, completely helped. It just burned off that energy and I could see clearly again. I could hear clearly again and I could feel better but it's just a never ending process. And the truth is it feels like you're backsliding. It feels like, oh, I've been doing so great. And when I started thinking about this new approach to life, I had all these inspirations and I'm following these inspirations and I'm cultivating the feelings. And then the things are appearing, they're presenting themselves to me that way. And it's all exciting and it's unfolding. And then you come up against more manifestation events or more things that bring up negative emotions and And you feel the resistance and you yell and you scream and you do the things you do or say something that you wish you hadn't said or do something you wish you hadn't done. And and you think, oh God, but the truth is there is no backsliding. You're always moving forward and you're always raising your vibration and going up. It's just the next thing that's coming your way to show you again, where your beliefs are limited or hindering you and to uncover those beliefs or just have the faith and keep acting on inspiration and keep pushing forward. But it does take faith. It takes knowledge and faith. Well, because in those moments, what do you, you know, do you really grow when you're just comfortable and coasting along? You really have growth when you're challenged. Yeah. But so what do you do? What did you, what have you done other than run to kind of reset? Well, I kept meditating and now, you know, there's, there's degrees to alignment. So you can be real in alignment, you know, when you feel really good and things just do not, cannot bring you down. You really are the sun. You're like, oh yeah, hilarious. That's funny. This person says that thing. It doesn't bother you. But there's also a version of like, you're just sort of at that neutral point where you're feeling okay. And then something happens and it gets you back or a friend, you know, it's almost like your inner self is testing you. And it's seriously comical because you can see it. It's you, you know, exactly what's happening. In the reaching, I will say you open yourself up to enough inspiration that you can get an idea. So the the things that I can do are act on an inspired idea, just continue to act on inspired ideas, meditate so big, meditate. And if it doesn't get you all the way there, meditate and take a walk, meditate and move your body. Or if you have a friend that's in this perspective as well, sometimes it's nice to call upon someone else that could help you reframe. Sometimes it just takes the reframe, right? If a friend is saying something to you that seems totally obnoxious and competitive, 
the reframe can be, maybe that person's just trying to connect with you and it's clunky. And then all of a sudden you think, oh yes, maybe she's not being competitive at all. Maybe, you know, it's, it's just a perspective shift. It's just that choice and perspective. But the, the more you do this, the idea is to stop the momentum from building and catch yourself at the thought level. But look, are we always going to be able to do that? I mean, real life comes at you fast sometimes slash your inner self throws things at you fast sometimes when you're on this journey and wants you, like you said, sitting around feeling good and just chilling, how much growth is going to happen in that. The growth happens in the contrast, in the resistance to see, can you choose the higher perspective now? Because it's easy to choose when you're feeling good, but when the house is falling down, can you still see it? That's where the most growth happens. But the tools are meditation, connect with someone, reach out to someone, move your body, keep going, but also acting on an inspired idea. As little as it is, whatever it is, because if you're reaching for a higher perspective, you have enough. Even if you're in, let's say, a stream, a negative stream of consciousness, even if you're in the flow of fear, if you're reaching for the next better feeling thought and you have an idea that is inspired, even if you don't feel good. You can get inspiration even when you don't feel good. And it's really important to know that. So the more you act on the inspired ideas, the better you're going to feel. Jackie, that's really interesting because I feel like I've lately been, you know, shit's been going great, but I've been like resisting feeling like super tired or feeling like it's all, it all feels like I'm uh, like pushing against how I just kind of feel that day. Do you know what I mean? If it's not like great. I like this. Keep going with that. So it's, it's when like you're an feeling inner great battle instead of, yeah, it's like an inner battle instead of um, feeling like other people are doing things to me. I feel like, yeah, I'm like judging the, the misalignment. When I, when I'm hearing you say is when you feeling good, you're allowing to feel good, but then you are also feeling resistance and then judging yourself for the resistance. Yeah. And it's more like when, you know, when I'm feeling good and aligned, like clearly there's no, you know, there's no issue. But when I like, when I wake up and I, I do all the things and then I'm still kind of, and I'm not like, I kind of can't get there. You know what I mean? Or I'm just like physically a little down that day or, you know, whatever. Yeah. The beating yourself up is a real thing. When you do this, you start to be more compassionate to the people around you because you're looking at them knowing that they're on their journeys. You can't blame them for how you feel. And so you start being more compassionate to others. And who do you then blame worse and harder? You start (laughs) going after yourself. And then when you're not in alignment, you're like, really? Like, I can't, I can't get myself into alignment. Like what's wrong with me? Right. You're still viewing it as wrong. And we, we are hard on ourselves. We beat ourselves up for not being in alignment, which is so, so I relate to you so hard, but it's so, it's funny because if you were looking at a child, would you speak to a child that way? Would, if, if a child came up to you and said, I, I feel bad and what's wrong with me? I, I shouldn't feel bad about this. I should feel good. You'd be like, that's okay. Funny. Yeah. Right. But we, we have such a hard time doing that for ourselves. Yeah. It, of course you're going to have resistance. That is what it means to be in this life. And And that, you know, as Heidi was saying is where the growth happens and we do, we beat ourselves up. And so there is a kindness that needs to happen. And that's when you need to take it to the page, because I promise you, their inner voice is just going to say to you, stop beating yourself up. You're doing beautifully. You are so 
blowing our minds with how willing you are to get into this work and, and make alignment important to you and make feeling good important to you and how, how important you're making it to not blame others. And when you do, you call yourself out and you're questioning what's happening and you're trying to look at it from a different lens. And my goodness, thinking about how conditioned you've been from the beginning of time and all your lifetimes leading to now that you're doing that, that's incredible. So give yourself some grace. Yeah. That's what you would say to yourself. But and, doing it, it's another thing. Right. And I feel like you talking about that made me think like, you know, each each kind of level deeper, I guess, we go with this. Yeah. Is like another, I mean, you are revealing more of the like trained conditioning, whatever, you know. Yes, yes. And the belief so it is like onion. It is, it is. And the, the more core fears and the more staunch beliefs you have very, very strong beliefs. And so it gets harder to hack away at those beliefs that you just have been cemented over time. Right. And that's what these manifestation events are just pointing to. You have these beliefs, they're still false. And, you know, I like to equate it to you have a wall in front of you and that's your belief that is limited. That's a belief you have by yourself. That's untrue. That's false that you've been subscribing to. And the more you investigate it, that wall you realize it's not cement. It's a wood wall. And then you realize it's a fake wall. And then you realize you can blow on it. And it just falls to dust. You keep walking another walls there <laughs> and you're going to constantly breaking down all of these fears and limiting beliefs and walls. I guess the shift that we're looking for together is how do we just enjoy that and go, okay, here's the next wall. Here's the onion, the next layer. Here's the hacking away at the tree. I'm getting at the trunk and just say, it's about the ride. It's about the ride. This is what it is. And the truth is you can feel good in an instant. If you can find a way to get back into alignment and then say, Oh, I'm just, this is just what it is. This is the journey. There is no wrong. It's all laid out for me. And I'm creating this for myself because I think it's fun. Yeah. And I think including how we actually are feeling every moment, right? Like if I'm not, if I'm feeling crazy and out of alignment or whatever, like that's also not bad. That's also good. You know, it's like just, part it's of just it. the noticing and the, you know, it's yeah. part of the thing. Okay. Oh, which reminds me of another thing I was doing when that was happening was the zoom out, the zoom out of, I was literally visualizing myself, zooming out of myself, zooming out of my home, zooming out of my city, zooming out of my country and zooming out. So I'm floating, looking at the earth. I'm the sun, right? Looking at the earth saying, who cares? Right. <laughs> who cares about that? Who cares if we all have a cold, like looking at the earth, remembering when it was all one landmass a million years ago or million, a bajillion to b -b -b billions. And then what is it going to be a bajillion years from now and realizing not to make it seem small, but to make it put it into perspective, just perspective. Yeah, exactly. That's a good one. That's a good one. It's I have to remember that one. Yeah. It's kind of same thing is imagining all of your guides in the room laughing because they, this experience is happening for a bigger purpose. And so they're sitting there laughing because you're stressing out. Anyway, you're on the <laughs> Oculus, you're on the Oculus playing the virtual reality game, believing everything you're seeing. And they're on the couch with you eating popcorn and yeah, laughing because you're buying into the illusion so hard. And 
let's say you're playing a game in your virtual reality where people get hurt and people die and you believe that too. And they're laughing because they know that that's not true either, that none of it is true. And so it is, it's, it's the lens. It's just the lens. This feels so good to talk to you about this because it's so comforting. And, and I feel like it's going to be comforting for people listening as well, because it's not about perfection and it's not about going through life like we, <laughs> but it's about finding more we, and it's about understanding that you can get there without the conditions changing. You can get there without people changing. You can get there when you shift your perspective and you have that choice. And then when you do, the conditions will shift with you and the people will present themselves differently to you and you'll see things differently. It just starts and ends with you and everything really is a reflection of your beliefs. And if I tell you how I can't even, it's just every, it was every genre in my life. And I always say that we view them all separate, but it's all one. It was such evidence because I was having stress with, with this illness and with the physical harm and with my, my husband getting sick. And then, then, you know, my manager saying something that made me feel bad, you know what I mean? It just, and I'm laughing. And then, you know, at the same time, my girlfriend calls and She's like, oh, I just got for this movie. And it was, it was like this perfect time. It was hilarious. And I'm thinking, this is so obvious. It's so obvious. And, and it just kept going and going and going. And it, it would keep going because I was obviously in the victim mentality. And that's all that it was showing me. And then of course, y'all know the stain on the marble, which for some reason is the thing that really launches me. And now the next thing that was coming was a lost toy because anything that gets lost, a lost object for me is true, the most triggering thing in the world. So that was coming next. And I would have laughed at that too. So it, and it all led me here today. I think it's been a long time since we've had a conversation and it, it is just my guide saying, get back, get back. And not That's taking- each different thing so seriously is a big one for me, you know, like obviously things, certain things are going to feel bigger than others, but when you're like, not when you're not there, it's just like, everything is like the most serious problem. Okay. Well, that's, that's the momentum and the more specific it is, the more momentum it has. And so when, when you see a problem and you're in, it's like, you know, when you tell a friend and in the retelling of the story, or when someone tells you a story, you can see this happen to somebody, they get more and more and more upset and then more details and then more upset. It has momentum in both directions. So also if someone's excited and they're telling you a story and it's like, oh yeah, and this, and this, and this, and the more details, the more excited they get details have momentum. Specificity has momentum. So that's another thing is getting more general with it because it does seem like a big deal. Yeah. Zoom out, refocus, change the channel, focus on something that is somewhat pleasing, somewhat pleasing. (laughs) If you can find it. Full moon. So I feel like this is comp. I mean, I mean, this was kind of what started happening with me the last time we talked and I had that phone call text message and my kid was getting bullied and it was like one thing after another and I kept thinking I have to write about this and it's funny Lindsay because you were saying you give yourself a hard time I find myself when when these moments start and it's like one thing after another after another I'm like okay why can't I just stop what I'm doing and and do a quick meditation why can't I just write I write I can't hit it it's still happening it's still what it what am I not doing 
you know, instead of just slowing up, recognize, you know, giving some appreciation to the process and understand that there's something to be learned in every piece of that. I think my word of the year for the last two years has been patience. Um, it's not something I'm good at, but when I can stop myself, slow myself down and just have a little bit of patience, there's always something that seems to be picked up in that window of time when I think I should be working this out or it should be working itself out. There's always something that I find that comes to me during that time in those quiet moments when I'm just being patient that I may not have received otherwise because I was too busy trying to fix it or trying to figure out what I wasn't doing right. Ah, the surrender. Yeah. When you give up trying to control everything and you just surrender and that's what you did, things start to come to you. But I want to talk about the term patience in those regards, just because it's an interesting investigation. If someone's sick, for example, and we're in the illness of it or in the bully of it or in the darkness of the thing, we're forgetting where it's going to lead. The illness could get better and then we'll feel so grateful for our health. The child will get resilient and we'll feel so grateful for his resilience. We forget where it's leading. There's some faith, but patience specifically. And it's funny because I just heard Esther talking about this. Patience specifically doesn't feel good, like a good feeling emotion. It feels like a way to control yourself, have patience. And I was saying the same thing to myself recently. And yeah, the full moon. I mean, I was up at 2.30 in the morning, never went back to sleep. And I was like, what are you trying to tell me, y'all? I'm awake. You got my full attention. But I couldn't get there from there. Couldn't receive what I needed to receive because I was so freaking irritated. Patience is a hard emotion. Hope is a little better feeling than patience. A little better. Faith is a little better than hope. Believing is even better than faith. So if you can say in that moment, I believe, I believe that where this is leading will make sense. It will make sense and it will feel good. And I know that looking back, I would not change a thing. If I had that hindsight in the future, the 2020 vision of the future, looking back to this moment, I know, I believe because patience is not fun. Patience doesn't feel good because then you have a desire for something and the desire hasn't come. And when you have the desire, your inner self's already on it, already on it, already bringing it to you in an instant. It's happening vibrationally. It already exists. Vibrationally, your desire exists. Remember that there is a vibrational version of it that exists. The physical see it, taste it, touch it version doesn't exist yet. And so when you look at it and you're saying, where is it? Why does that person have it? Why can't it come for me? I have been patient. I have to continue to be patient. Then you're actually adding resistance and keeping it from you. And so it's sort of that shift into, I have it. It exists vibrationally. Whatever's for me will come. I believe. I believe and I trust. And that actually goes back to where the intro was, which is not trying to take the wheel and believing in the timing. And if you can't get there, then just hoping because 
patience sucks. <laughs> it's hard. It, it, but I, I've said it on this podcast a thousand times, like be patient, right? But I do think there's like a shift there where that is, does, it's not fun. And so it's sort of resist, it's sort of keeping the thing at bay. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. That also, for some reason, is like um, bringing up the the thought for me of like, you know, you're saying like believing that this is leading somewhere, you know, that will make sense. Um, and I kept thinking of like believing that this feeling won't last forever, you know, or this thing isn't nothing lasts forever. Giving yourself the grace of being like, OK, well, that's, here's what this is. That's, right an- now. Th- that's another better feeling thought to reach for. It's this too shall pass. It's going yeah. to pass. It will. Nothing lasts forever. The only constant is change, right? Everything is always changing. And you will also understand what's happening later if you can't understand it now. And also the less you let go of needing to understand. That's That was the next thing I was going to say. We're totally on the same page. Mm -hmm. Is let it go. Just let it go for now. Yeah. Drop it. Yeah, because for me, like the part of the judgment around not being in alignment is also like almost like a fear or an awareness that like now my vibration has dropped. So now I'm pushing whatever it was that, you know, my desire was or that I thought was, you know, that I was creating that I really wanted and was excited about. Well, now, great. Now I'm further away from it. Girl, this is what I, this is what I've been talking about, but I'm like, awesome. So the thing I want now is further away because now I'm in resistance and I know, but it's not, it's just in a moment, like I said, you're never going back. You're always moving forward. So you're just reaching the next wall and there's something to break through. So you don't have to see yourself as getting in the way. And you have to understand that what you think you want is different than what you truly want, which is to feel good, whole, worthy, free, abundant, healthy. That is what you want connected. It is right. coming, but it's, that's where the grace comes in. That's where the grace comes in, where it's just part of the process. And so you're not in the way you're just momentarily (laughs) hitting a little, you're just momentarily in fear, but you're aware of it. And yes, the beating, it's beating yourself up. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Resistance comes in so many forms, tiny (laughs) and strong, but it's okay. It's okay. It's not again, remembering in that moment, the thing I desire exists vibrationally will give you some peace and also just change the channel. Just focus on something else and get off your own backs and meet. I'm saying that to myself too. <laughs> like, and also like the good student thing, right? I'm messing this up. I'm doing it wrong. There is no wrong. Totally. Totally. It's, it's a real thing. We relate letting go. Can you find something, anything that feels good? Can you go outside and get the sun on your face? And if it's cloudy and rainy, can you go outside and get the rain on your face? Nature is a really good perspective shifter, makes you feel good. Music, if you have a song that just gets you going, that'll shift you. Just the things in your life that do it for you. Some people love to cook. I am not one of those people. (laughs) I would rather stick pens in my eyeballs than cook. But I understand that that's very, I'm teasing. I found some pleasure in it over the, you know, quarantine, but 
no, <laughs> but there are other things. That's so hard pass. Yeah. Yeah. Hard pass for me. Thank you. <laughs> you know, Jordan likes to go roller skating. Heidi, what do you like to do? What brings you joy? Oh my gosh. Well, it's funny that you say that because Jordan was just telling me about a month ago. She's like, you really need to make a list of the things that bring you joy. Um, I don't know. I think that I recharge when I can have just quiet space and quiet time, but, um, by myself, because I'm always generally with someone else, like another human of some sort, um, whether it's my kids or at work, but, uh, I don't know. I mean, I really like to read books, but when was the last time I read a book? You know, I remember recently saying to my husband, what, brings you joy. And we sat there and man, I'm telling you, it shouldn't have been that hard. Yeah. We couldn't come up with things. You know what I'm, I'm finding too, that like, you know, when you just asked that question, I was like, I also like to read. And instead of reading many times I'm on my phone. Cause I think that's another way of like resisting having a negative feeling too, which is interesting because like social media and shit like that is so negative and it brings up so much of that stuff, but it's more of a way to like check out we are on autopilot. Yeah. It's sort of noticing what things for me, it's Bravo. You all know this. I, <laughs> I always want to sit and watch Bravo, but the truth is it doesn't recharge me. It, it, it lowers my vibration every time yes. I leave feeling worse. You know, this was on the last podcast with Gary. We were talking about, um, social media as the perfect metaphor for law of attraction, because I was saying, how it used to be a trigger factory for me, you know, like emotional cutting social media. And then I was like, I'm just going to change what I'm looking at. So I started looking, you know, this, you know, this, cause we share videos of animals. I started baby looking animals. At, yes. Looking at baby animals and nature. And actually, even though I don't like to cook, I love to watch people bake on their little reels and dancing. And suddenly social media was the best and whatever you're looking at, you get more of. Because he was saying that's the logarithm. The logarithm doesn't know what makes you feel bad and what makes you feel good. So if you're looking at COVID information and then when you go on your social media and you're seeing COVID, 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 and it's making you feel worse, worse, worse. It's just law of attraction giving you more of what you're focusing on. But if you're looking at babies and little tiny giraffes and nature, you're going to get more... <laughs> of that more, more, more. And it makes you feel good and better and better. It doesn't discern between what you're focusing on. It just brings you more of what you're focusing on. And so that is basically what we're talking about. So whatever brings you a tiny bit of joy, if you can focus on that, you will get more ideas of other things that bring you joy. So for a while I was playing tennis and I'm going to go again tomorrow because I was having the same feeling of, I need to get back into things that make me happy. Thinking about it right now makes me kind of happy, but I know that when I play, I'll be super psyched. And then you're in a higher vibration. You'll get more inspired ideas of other things. And that's part of the acting on inspiration is to uncover passions and interests. And they can be anything because when you don't feel good, it feels far away to think of what makes you feel happy. You're kind of like, I don't know. I, ugh, I don't know. Like ice cream, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and even that makes me feel like shit. So it's like hard to get there from there. So it's just the next best feeling thought, get yourself into alignment, get that meditation going, call the friend, take the walk, put on the music or whatever can just make you feel satisfied or okay. In the moment, you'll get ideas of what makes you feel passionate and Heidi reading a book. It's interesting too. 
I'm all over you today. So you were saying, you know, the, <laughs> the recovering being alone. Right. And that is important sometimes to find ways to recharge and, but it's interesting because I instantly got a sense from you that you're being drained by the relationships around you. Sometimes is that happening? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so there's well, something here when you're surrounded by people, it's, or at least in my situation, I feel like I'm around these people because these people, I mean, again, illusion, but because these people need me to do something for them, you know, whether it is at work or whether it's my kids or, you know, my husband, I mean, it, and does that bring me joy? Yeah. I mean, I enjoy my job. I enjoy the, you know, my children, but, um, is it draining? Sure. Because I don't enjoy having to do the, all of the things that I feel like I have to do. And it's funny because even when you say what brings you joy, I kind of think, well, I'm generally pretty happy. I'm generally, you know, feel pretty good. I generally coast through and I'm generally not in a bad mood, but you know, when I do need a reset, when I do need to find something to do just to bring me joy, something that's just for me, then, you know, really thinking through what is that thing? That's really, it was bizarre to me that I couldn't come up with anything. Right. Because you don't think of yourself, you're thinking of everyone else, all and their needs and you needing to meet their needs and being okay with that. But there's so much here because I'm going to do this with you. We can shift this. We can shift this. We can find the ways to show up for people we love, enjoy and enjoy it. And the things that feel arduous, we can shift a perspective. So I, for example, I, I, you know, a meal with my kids feels like I'm constantly yelling at them. I'm not a waiter. (laughs) I'm not an octopus and I'm not a waiter or two things you'll hear during a meal time 4,000 times because it's, can I have this? Can I get this? Can I get this? Okay. And I'm just running around like a chicken with my head cut off. But if I turn on music and I got Motown playing and I'm dancing, it's very different having a ball. Yeah. I'm going to go get something. I'm making a move out of this. I'm making a move out of that. How, in what ways can we make the job more satisfying and more enjoyable? So it doesn't zap you, but instead fulfills you. So where can we focus on, you said you love your job. So focusing on the things about it that you love so that again, just as a fun exercise for all of us, then do you see that you'll have more of those things that you enjoy and less of the stuff that you don't and sort of just see, play around with it? Because right now, of course it's draining you. It's like, that's, that's where the beliefs are and that's where the focus is. And I I'm relating to you. So I'm, I'm saying this to, to us, right? How can we shift it to see the joy in it and, and not feel like you have to and choose to be like, I'm here because I'm choose to be here. I can go run this errand because I have my body. I have full control over my facility and I have a car that I can get into. And in the car, I can put on music that I like. I am able to do this. So I get to, I get to connect with people. I get to interact with different people at work than at home. So I get to have different kinds of conversations. I get to use my brain in different ways. Well, and I think you actually mentioned this maybe in one of our very first few podcasts being not feeling free. And so, you know, ultimately what it is, is I just need to get 
you know, remember, and, and I do do those things. And I think it's when, um, you feel like everything else is snowballing around you. Those are the moments, even the things you previously really enjoyed, you're like, I have to cook dinner again. No, yeah. I don't. The momentum. No, you, you don't. Know. You could order in. I don't. I'm free to order in. I'm free to go through a drive-thru. I'm Pizza free to night. Yeah, exactly. And whatever. So, um, I think sometimes when you're kind of cycling in those moments, I know I'm speaking for myself. I, when I am cycling in those moments, it's harder to remember that I am free. This, I am not, I, these chains don't bind me to, to my job or to my kids, to my husband. I, we are free. No, right? you, you could leave your husband. You could leave your job. You could do whatever you want, honestly. Yeah. I think most of the time it is draining and it is hard to find the joy in the mundane things that you feel like you have to do. And I think it is all about shifting your perspective. I know for me, it, even if I just, I mean, just you saying that out loud, you're right. I mean, we do do fun things at dinner. We always have a dance competition after dinner and yes, you know, it's always, but, um, the more you think about those things, the better you will feel. And the, the more you'll shift the momentum, but it is a lot of motherhood is feeling trapped for it. For me, that was my experience. So I, I, I've said this on this podcast, a lot of times that I would just sit in my kitchen saying, I am free. I am free. I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. I am free. <laughs> and, and sometimes it just, it's a very strong limiting belief. That's it. It's a belief that's untrue. Of course I'm free. Can anyone control your thoughts? If I, this was the best, I don't know if you guys heard this call yesterday, but if I said to you, you are in Mexico right now, could I say anything to get you to believe you're in Mexico? Unless you gave me a ticket. To <laughs> no, I can't. So I can't control your thoughts. You believe that you're in your home right now. That's where mm. you believe you are. I can't make you believe something you don't believe. So you really are free. I can't say to you, you have a pixie cut. You say, no, I have long, gorgeous hair. That's it. That is just evidence of our freedom. And it's good to remember that. And it's good to, to be able to, I think, to remind yourself like there, that there is a choice that makes you, it makes it so much easier to do what you feel like you have to do in the first place. When you're like, well, I could not seriously fuck off to Mexico right now. I could take a right and just go South. Right. And then, and, and it'll be a Bruce Springsteen song and that'll be my life now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, There's always a choice. I love a Bruce Springsteen song. It's a Bruce Springsteen song and a rom-com and right. I love that you have a choice in every moment. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to show up for anyone. You could fuck all, but you choose to. And the question is how strong is the need to be good and the persona, the need to do a good job, be a nice person, be a loving mother, be a good at work, be reliable and dependable. How strong is that need? to be mm. good. It's strong. Yeah. It's also telling yourself and reminding yourself and understanding that you are inherently good. And it doesn't matter what anyone thinks about you. And it doesn't matter if you don't show up and it doesn't matter if you don't do the thing you think you're supposed to do. None of it matters. And even if you say something you wish you hadn't said, or you do something you wish you hadn't done and you feel bad, you're not bad. You're not a bad person. Whatever happened between you and those other people was co-created by you and them for you and for them. Nothing was wrong. Same way 
if somebody does something bad to you that you perceive as bad, you co-created that with them and you called it forth. It was a vibrational match to where you are in the moment. No one is to blame, including you. You don't need to blame yourself. Thank you, inner self. Thank you. I thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for this like feeling like shit. All that means is that you are not in alignment with your inner self. Anytime you don't feel good, it just means you're not seeing it from the higher perspective. It just means you don't have all the information. If you had all the information, if you were the sun, you would not care what anyone thought about you. You would not care about how well you're doing at work. You would not care about how much money is in your account. You would not care about anyone needing to give you anything. You would not care about being anywhere at any particular time. You would just give love. You would just express love. You would just radiate love all the time if you had all the information. So anytime something happens that you don't see as right, you don't feel good. It gives you negative emotions. It's just your guidance system telling you you're not seeing what the truth here. You're in the illusion. That's it. Okay. I'm in the illusion. I'm in it. I'm in the virtual reality game. I'm believing it's true. That's all it's showing you because you're on this journey of self-discovery. And if you're doing that and saying those things and you're way ahead of where you could possibly have imagined you would get in this lifetime. I mean, we're think about this. We are changing the way we view life. We are seeing ourselves as the creator coming from eons and eons of other beliefs, religions, outside conditions saying that we're just small and trying to be good to get into heaven and do the right thing. And everyone telling us how to be and what to believe. And there's an outside God or a source or whatever you believe asking you to do this. That's right. And this that's wrong. And we're shifting into, oh no, I'm the creator. I'm creating it all. And everything in my life is a reflection of my beliefs. And everyone is showing up for me exactly how I need them to, because everyone is in this with me and we're all partners in this and we're all equal. And this is supposed to be fun. We're just starting to have that realization right now. Can you imagine where we're going? It's just happening now. What an exciting time to be alive. What a thrilling moment to have connections with people and have this mind opening moment. The world shut down. The world shut down. And this is what came out of it. The people are all waking up. We're all waking up. It makes perfect sense. If the world didn't shut down, do you think we would be here having this conversation? Hell no. I would be calling my preschool, yelling at teachers for doing this. I'd be yelling at my husband for being that. I'd be calling my manager, telling him to do this for me. Like I would be trying to take control of everything like I used to. It is not where we're meant to be. We all are waking up. It's thrilling and it's leading somewhere so exciting. So the least you can do is have some grace for yourself, have some compassion for yourself that of course, you're going to still have resistance. Of course, you're going to get knocked out of vibration. Of course, you're going to see things as wrong and see yourself as a victim. And that's okay. But you are also appearing here in this conversation. You are showing up. You are saying, I'm willing to do this work of shifting my perception and seeing myself as the creator. And I'm going to act on more inspiration. I am going to hear it. And I'm going to push past the fear that tries to stop me. And every time you act on the inspiration, that is processing the fear. That is all you have to do. If you act on inspiration, you are saying, I am not seeing you fear. I'm going to do this thing anyway. I have this idea. Fear pops up because you don't feel worthy. If you do it anyway, you're saying I'm obviously worthy because I'm doing it anyway. So that's all we have to do. Act on more inspiration and you will feel better quickly. I'm going to tell you right now, anyone listening, you ladies here, myself included in the next 24 hours, you are going to act 
on at least two inspirations, period. End of story, write them down, whatever they are. It doesn't matter how, act on five. The better you want to feel, act on more. You don't really want to feel much better, don't act on any. But if you want to, you want to get out of a rut, you want to get into a spiral upward of feeling good, hold yourself accountable, act on as many as you can. They may lead to manifestation events. That is possible. And see it for what it is. It is the path of least resistance to where you want to go. So go, don't be afraid. Fuck all, make the choice. Have some fun. You're going to feel better. You're going to feel better. You can do it any moment. Get there, get there, make it important. Act on the inspiration. You'll find more joys. You'll find more passions. Do them more, do them more, do them more. Don't worry about the money. Don't worry about the responsibilities. It will all work out perfectly. Everything is always working out. Write that down. It's your mantra. Everything is always working out. I love you all. Thank you so much for joining us for another incredible conversation about a new approach to life. As always, this is Jackie Seiden sending love.